the book of Jonah. We're going to go back to verse number 15 and we'll begin reading there and we'll just read two verses tonight. We'll leave, uh, leave Brother Jonah outside of the boat tonight. Amen. So then took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows. You may be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, as we humbly bow in your presence this hour, I pray tonight, God, that you'd search our hearts. Lord, I pray tonight, Lord God, that you'd cleanse our minds, empty us of self. I pray tonight, Lord God, that you'd help us to say what you want us to and help us not to say that which you do not want us to say. I ask you tonight, Lord God, to give us direction, give us leadership. I pray tonight, Lord God, for conviction. I pray, dear God, Lord, for chastisement. Lord, I pray tonight, God, for encouragement. Lord, I pray tonight, Lord God, that you would have your way. Lord God, I pray tonight that we would not get in your way. I love you. I thank you. I pray you'd have your way tonight. Save the sinner, reclaim the backslider, and encourage a child of God. I pray tonight, God, that you'd help us to do exactly what you'd have us to do. In Jesus' precious name, together the church says, amen. It's good tonight that uh, we see that Jonah is outside of the boat tonight. And if you missed Brother Adam uh, teaching on uh, that verse tonight, you certainly missed a beautiful message that the Lord gave through Brother Adam. Tonight, we don't want to focus so much on Jonah as we do the mariners that are in the boat. According to the Word of God in verse number 16, the Bible says, Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly. And let me just stop right there tonight and remind each and every one of us that you and I uh, most likely are saved or are in church tonight, not uh, necessarily uh, because I know, now do not take this out of context, I know that it is because of the Lord. I know that. But I would say tonight that the Lord used some men in a boat tonight to get you to the house of God. What do you mean by that tonight, Pastor? What I mean tonight by that tonight is I believe that there were men or women tonight that may have invited you to the house of God. Amen? Amen. I believe tonight that most of us have been invited to the house of God. We know tonight that the Word of God, it is tonight what begets us into the family of God. We are tonight begotten by the word of God and the only way tonight that we can uh, first of all uh, uh, get the word of God is uh, tonight by the preaching of the word of God according to the book of Romans tonight you say well preacher uh, when I was 38 years old I was lost on my way to a devil's hell uh, and I just picked it up and I understood it I do not believe that tonight uh, now maybe you uh, picked it up uh, maybe you uh, opened up a Gideon Bible if you will uh, and you followed alone there uh, upon uh, uh, Romans Road and I uh, thank God for that uh, and maybe you ask the Lord to forgive you and that's thank God for that tonight uh, honey but I believe tonight that God uses uh, individuals uh, in order uh, honey to bring people to the Lord uh, I believe tonight thank God uh, let me just say this me and a brother uh, in the, uh, the Lord uh, we're talking just this week uh, and we were talking about the stigma if you would of the church 
church. I'm not talking about Union Valley. I'm talking about the church as a whole. And tonight, one of the conversations that we spoke about in our conversation together was that we have put so many rules that are not backed by the Word of God. We have kept people out of the houses of God and we have created such a stigma that people cannot be accepted in the house of God. Shame on us. Amen. If it is tonight, now we, if we tonight would say, well, men and women ought to do this because it is a Christian principle. Well, every Christian principle ought to be backed up with the Word of God. Amen. If you want to be able to say, well, I believe we ought to do it like this. Amen. And it's not supported by the Word of God. Amen. Then call it what it is tonight. I'm afraid tonight, honey, that we have mimicked so hard trying to build what we want or what we think ought to be the church ought to be like. We have separated, amen, the wheat from the tares when the Word of God tells us to allow them to grow together. Amen. And then that last day at the harvest, God shall separate them. You realize tonight, Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Not one time did Jesus say, follow me and I will give you the bait to use. Not one time did the Lord say, follow me and I'll let you catch them. Amen. Not one time did he say, follow me and I'll let you clean them. A lot of us are focused on cleaning the fish before we catch the fish. Boy, I thank God it's quiet tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord, you're working on us. I can tell. Amen. Now, you realize tonight your job as a Christian is not to bait the hook. My job tonight is not to tell somebody how to get cleaned up. Amen. My job is simply to do this. That's all my job is. My job is simply to cast, to fish. The Lord will provide the bait. Amen. And the Lord will provide the fish. You say, preacher, I don't believe that. How about whenever they owe taxes? Amen. God, uh, through the Word of God, uh, we learn uh, that Jesus told Peter, I believe it was, to go up there to pick his hand, uh, amen, in the water. And what happened? He caught a fish, thank God. And you know what was in that fish's mouth? Uh, it was the tax money. Uh, you realize tonight we put so much emphasis uh, on the rules, uh, amen, uh, and on the, uh, uh, the regulations uh, that we just need to get back to fishing, amen. Uh, we need to get back to getting in the Word of God, uh, amen. Uh, Leave my opinion out of it. Leave our opinion out of it. And say exactly what saith the word of God. You remember in the book of Jonah tonight? Amen. Back around verse number 11 maybe. Thank you Lord. No, let's pick up maybe. Amen. In verse number 8 the Bible said, They said unto him, Tell us we pray thee for whose cause this evil was upon us. What is thine occupation and whence comest thou? What is thy country and of what people art thou? Listen to this testimony. And he said unto them, I am an Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, 
Amen. Which hath made the sea and uh, the dry land. Look at verse 10. Uh, and then uh, were the men exceedingly afraid. Uh, can I tell you tonight, uh, honey, that we need to realize uh, and we need to understand uh, God knows the end from the beginning. Uh, he knew who was going to be here uh, before we got here. Amen. Uh, he knows who's going to be in Sunday service. Uh, he knows what the message is going to be. I don't yet. Amen. Uh, he knows who's going to be going to sing. He knows who's going to teach. He knows what's going to be taught. He knows tonight because he's already in our Sunday. Amen. Realize tonight that we just need to simply fish for what God has told us to fish for. Amen. You realize tonight honey that whenever Jesus called those fishermen honey that they were professionals in their job. They were prof- they knew how to sail the boat. They knew how to cast the net uh, and they even knew how to clean the fish. Amen. But Jesus never called us to be fish cleaners. Let me just say this tonight. If somebody comes in this church tonight with uh, a gentleman with long hair, it is not my job to tell him to cut it. And it ain't yours. Uh Uh-oh. We know that what the Scripture says We know the scripture says that it is a shame. Amen. But you understand tonight, if we preach the word of God, amen, context is king. And we need to realize tonight, honey, that if we have some young lady come in here, amen, with holes in her britches, it ain't our job to stare. It ain't our job to tell her to go get a dress. Amen. It ain't our job to tell them to cover up the tattoos. It ain't our job to tell them to take the piercings out. Let's just fish. Let's say what saith the word of God and let God take care of cleaning it up. We set a rule. We set a regulation. Now I'm not against rules. I'm not against regulations. So don't look at me and say well you're a lawbreaker preacher. Amen. I believe rules are good and we live in a nation amen that we have been raised under rules. Amen. Some of you, maybe rules don't mean much, amen, but we all need structure. And that's what the rules are, amen, they're structure. They're guidelines. But when we care more about the rule than the individual, we've lost our focus. And I'm afraid tonight that churches all around America are dwindling because we have lost our focus. We have failed to show that the Word of God is relative in our day. Amen. To every young man, every young woman, every old man and every old woman, the Word of God is still relative. Amen. You say, preacher, what do you mean? I was witnessing to a young lady several years ago and I invited her to church. She said, oh, amen. She said, me and my husband went for a little while and it just wasn't relative to the way we were living or to our a lifestyle. Well, let me just say this tonight. If you're living in sin, the Word of God is relative. Amen. It'll clean you up. It'll convict you. If you're living in a life of self-righteousness and pride tonight, the Word of God is relative. Amen. In the way that we're living, the Word of God has got to be our focal point. It's got to be our compass. It's got to be our direction. Amen. We need to be sure. Amen. 
Amen. Not the pastor all the time. Not the Sunday school teacher all the time. Amen. Not the song leader all the time. But each and every single one of us ought to be focused on what truly matters tonight. We'll walk around. Believe me, I've seen it. Not maybe at Union Valley, thank the Lord. I've been in churches where they carry the bylaws in their front pocket. I don't belong there. Sorry, I'm not your guy. I don't want to tell you. I just let them all down, Lord. Help them, Jesus. Lord, help them to pray your will be done. Amen. You understand tonight if we carry, if we carry tonight, uh, well, whenever somebody comes in, we've already cast judgment. You know what we've done? We've cut the fishing line. There's no way that we will ever see that fish caught. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says that a wounded brother is harder to win than a strong city. If I hurt Brother Jeff, now Brother Jeff, you and I are all right, ain't we? Amen. I shook your hand and give you a hug. Amen. Amen. You meant that, didn't you? Amen. Hallelujah. I know you did. Brother Jeff and I kid each other because there's times I come in and I get so uh, busy trying to hurry up. I don't shake Brother Jeff's hand. And then when I do get to shake Brother's hand, Brother Jeff's hand, he says, Can I tell you, it's all right, Jeff? I'm already out here. You may as well let me jump on in. Amen. <laughs> Brother Jeff says, Are you mad at me? <laughs> then he'll say, Maybe another time, maybe he'll say, Well, I wondered if you was going to shake my hand. <laughs> you know what he's doing? He's funning me. If I thought he truly meant that, amen, he'd be the first person I'd shake hands with every time I walked. I'd pass all of you up just to get to Jeff Scarberry. Amen. Even you, Jordan. Of course, I ain't got to worry about you. You don't show up till 10 after anyways. But <laughs> Jeff tonight on the other hand, amen. I mean, you understand tonight. Help me, Lord Jesus, to get in the book. Amen. You understand tonight that we need to make sure uh, what our driving principle is. Uh, our driving principle. You know, when I came here, Brother Roy Mose told me, he said, Sunday school starts at 10 o'clock. Uh, he said, we got one. Now, Brother Ricky, don't, don't you, you just plug ears, all right? But he said, Brother Ricky's one of the best Sunday school teachers I ever heard in my my life and I say amen, amen, and amen. He said, but you know something? He said, one of the weaknesses of this church is church don't start till 10 after. I didn't know what he meant. And then I did. You know what a driving principle should be? The Word of God. And we get so focused on what we want and what we think. These mariners tonight, you say, preacher, I thought you was in Jonah. Amen, I am. These mariners tonight, they tried their best to row unto the other side and they couldn't get Jonah there. I do not believe they wanted to throw him overboard. I do not believe they wanted to have any harm come his way. Amen. But you know what happened? Amen. Back in verse number 10, the men were exceedingly afraid. Look with me tonight in verse 16 tonight. I want you to look at this. And then the men feared the 
the Lord exceedingly. Why? Look back in 15. Because the sea, it ceased from her raging whenever that Jonah was cast out of the boat. In verse 16, the Bible says, Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly. You know what that is tonight? It is a motivation for worship. Why do you say that tonight, preacher? How many of you realize tonight, honey, that whenever we learn that there is a God in heaven, amen, and He is real, it brings a fear. Would you agree with me right there? Honey, we see the fear. Honey, that the fear brought realization. Honey, back in verse number 9, Jonah said, I'm a Hebrew. I fear the Lord, the God of heaven that made the sea and the dry land. And we heard this testimony that Jonah gave unto him. Then these men see Jonah cast in the sea. Amen. The same sea that Jonah just said, my God made that. And when they cast him in, the sea stopped raging. We see that these men had a realization and the head fear sat down in on them. And you know what that realization brought? It brought a reverence. Amen. It brought a knowledge. You know what the Bible says? The Bible said tonight in the book, honey, of the book of Proverbs 1 and 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You understand tonight, honey, that when I was backslidden, I was raised right. I was raised in with a loving, praying mama and a daddy. Amen. I backslid on the Lord. I ran from Him. And listen, I would lay down lost. I would lay down in a backslidden state and I would be afraid to go to sleep because I had a fear. Amen. Mom and Daddy, you close your ears tonight. I'm sure you're watching. I'd take a drink of beer and I'd spit it back in the can. Amen. I'm being honest with you. Because I had a fear. I wanted to fit in with all my buddies, all my friends. Amen. I'd cuss and carry on. And then under my breath, I'd say, Lord, forgive me. But He wouldn't because I, I wasn't serious. I was playing a game. Amen. Listen to me. I'm telling you tonight, church, honey, that this thing tonight is when we realize that there is a God in heaven. Amen. And when we realize in Him we live, we move, and we have our being, He's given us the roof over our head. He's given us the ability to walk and to talk. He's given us the ability, honey, to have a life. There is a fear that sets in on us. And thank God, you know what it brings? It brings, it brings brings a motivation for us to worship. He is God in heaven and He is God alone. He don't need me but I need Him. He don't need you but you need Him. Realize tonight that God is real and He's worthy to be worshipped. The Bible says tonight that these men feared the Lord exceedingly. Look at this tonight. We go on just a little farther. We see tonight the verification of their worship. What do you mean by that tonight, preacher? We see the humility. Thank God that this fear brought on. The humility changes our perspective. It changed their perspective. Amen. The humility, thank God that the fear brought on, changed their attitude. Listen to me tonight. I believe these were tough men. I believe they were mariners. I believe they were seasoned men. And I want you to look in verse number 16. And offered a sacrifice unto the Lord. What's that mean, preacher? We just see the verification that they were now believing. That same God that Jonah told them made the earth, made the heavens, and the sea. 
They just witnessed this violent storm and they cast Jonah in as Jonah said. And the sea ceased. And these men realized, yeah, it's true. There is a God in heaven. We've been worshiping this God. We've been worshiping that God. See, remember in this chapter, whenever the mariners, amen, whenever he went and he woke Jonah up, amen, he told him to pray. Do you remember that tonight? Verse number 5. Then the mariners were afraid and cried, Every man unto his, little g, God. His God. But whenever they saw Jonah cast into the sea, they realized. And you know what happened in this nation? A little over a hundred years ago, in this nation, a great awakening took place. Bars were shutting down because of evangelists, because of circuit-riding preachers, because of revivals that were breaking out all across this country. Amen. I've heard stories of uh, preachers preaching and revival taking off, and they had so many saved that the beer joints started shutting down. That God that did that then is able to do that now. But we're stopping Him. We say, Lord, You can only do this. We say, Lord, You can only have this much. It goes back to that submittance that Adam was talking about just a minute ago. It goes back to, Lord, search me. I already know You can do this, but search me. Lord, I know You can provide for me. You already have. But Lord, will you search me? I mean, you understand tonight that, God always, that all God really wants is you. And God just wants us to be real, genuine, transparent to the world. Live like we really live. Act like we really act. We see, according to the Word of God, uh, Psalms 96 and verse 9 said, Oh, worship the Lord, amen, in the beauty of His holiness, fear before Him all the earth. Revelations 14, 7 said, Saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give Him glory. The hour of judgment has come to worship and worship Him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of the waters. Preacher, what are you telling me tonight? I'm telling you tonight that we need to get back to the place where the Christian fears God. Christians of 2023 have lost their fear of God. Let me explain what I mean by that. If we truly feared the Lord, we would be at every single church service. When we realized that we come to church not to serve the Lord, but we come to church to worship the God that made the heavens and the sea. When we realize that He holds my life in the palm of His hand, Whenever that you pick up that little infant baby and you hold them tight and you realize that they could stop breathing at any moment. Christians in 2023 have lost the fear of God. If we did, I don't believe that 
people who go to church would be playing the lottery. Amen. I'm just telling you like I feel it tonight. Amen. I do not believe that people that go to church who say they're Christians would be out here living like sinners. All I'm saying tonight is these men, and I don't know if you caught this or not, when they were in the boat, all they did was throw one man over who gave a testimony. And I believe they all suddenly feared. I believe they all at that moment in time as a group on, t- on that ship realized what Jonah was saying was true. I believe, listen, I don't believe that the captain was holding back. I don't believe that maybe the first mate was the only one who believed. I don't believe tonight that, amen, that some visitor that was on board the boat was the only one to offer a sacrifice to the Lord. But I believe they all offered unto the Lord. Look with me tonight in verse number 16 and offered a sacrifice. Look, look, go back to the beginning. Then the men, that's plural, then the men feared the Lord, what's that word? Exceedingly. That's greatly. I mean, they just didn't have a little knowledge. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that all my life. I've heard that Jesus is coming back, going to take the... I've heard that all my life. Heard that before? Amen. Say it, butcher. Amen. Scoffers. You know what's going to be in the last day? Scoffers. Amen. Where is the sign of His coming? Amen. According to the Word of God. But we see tonight uh, that these men went through a little bit, I hate to use this word, of evolution, if you will, of, of, of uh, that time as they were there. Uh, they went through the motivation for worship and the verification of worship. But I want you to look at the last part of verse 16 and pay close attention to this. We see the concentration or the consecration of their worship. What's that mean, preacher? I, look, the Bible said the last three words and made vows. You ever made a vow to the Lord? Oh yeah. Amen. I believe every one of us have. Amen. Lord, if you do this, Amen, don't you look at me like that. Lord, if you'll answer this prayer, Amen. We can't make a deal with God. Amen. But I want you to remember something. If we've made a vow to God, we better fear the Lord. And keep that vow. Amen. I want you to look tonight. Amen. The Bible says, and made vows. Who made vows, preacher? All of the men that were on board the ship. Thank God tonight. They saw something that changed their eternal destination. I believe tonight that these men, thank God, were sealed in faith tonight because they had their hope in the Lord. At that moment, according to the Word of God, the Bible says, and made vows. Do you know what? Whenever we come to the altar or maybe wherever you pray and uh, wherever you prayed and ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins, uh, you know what you 
did. Uh, amen. You made a vow. Amen. Uh, and it was, thank God, it was more than a salt covenant. Uh, it was a blood covenant. Amen. Uh, we find according to the word of God, Psalm 60, or 76 and 11 said, Vow and pay unto the Lord your God. Uh, let all that be round about him bring presents unto him uh, that ought to be feared. Amen. Uh, he ought to be feared tonight, church. Uh, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, uh, that I might learn thy statutes. Listen to what Brother Job says uh, in Job 28 and 28. And to the man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. I believe as a Christian church, amen, in 2023, I believe we all have a head knowledge of the Lord, but I'm afraid that most of the Christian church of 2023 comes short of having a true heart knowledge with fear, amen, of the Lord. I want you to know tonight there is no promise tonight, first of all, that you'll make it home tonight. There is no promise tonight that you'll wake up in the morning. There's no promise that you'll make it back on Sunday morning to church and to Sunday school. What are you saying tonight, preacher? I'm simply saying tonight, if we feared the Lord, I don't believe people would be eaten before praying. Amen. If we feared the Lord, yes sir, preacher, I don't believe people would be playing hooky on the Lord. I believe if we feared the Lord, we'd be more focused on what the Lord wants in our life. If we feared the Lord the way that we ought to fear the Lord, I believe that we'd be more Christ-like in our actions, at home, in our workplace, amen, in our community, and in our church. I believe if we feared the Lord, God would send a great revival once again. But we've got to fear the Lord. Preacher, I'm a little fear to you whenever you get loud like that. You ain't got a thing to worry about with me. Amen. My bark's louder than my bite, okay? But his bite, his bite is effective. He can put you on your back that quick. Remember the king, Sister Vicky, if you'll come, please. Remember the king over there in the book of Daniel. God spoke. Amen. And before long, he done lost his mind. Out there eating grass. Amen. Crawling around on all fours. Amen. I'm in the book now. Remember over there in the book of Acts, if I'm not mistaken, somebody can correct me in a minute, whenever I believe it was Herod who refused to give God the glory and his guts burst open. Amen. You remember that? I mean, you understand tonight, he holds our life of his hand. If I don't fear the Lord for me, I ought to fear the Lord for my family. Sister Vonda Thaxton has stood in this church whenever her two sons, Cody and Corey, were growing up. Whenever they were starting to get out and be a little mischievous, like all of us are, amen. She said, I couldn't sleep at night if I didn't know that God would take care of me. Tonight, I want you to know this evening that He's worthy of our worship. He's worthy of us being fearful of Him.
I'm not tempted to be afraid to approach Him. Amen? According to the book of Hebrews, we ought to be able to come boldly to the throne of grace. Amen? That we may obtain help in our time of need. I'm talking about a reverent fear. I don't want to disappoint Him, but I have. I don't want to let Him down, but I have. I don't want to pass up witnessing to this when He tells me to, but I have. See, the thing is, is we need to first of all remember who we really fear. I'm afraid that the Christian of 2023 could have it harder than any other Christian in the history of time. We don't like the lights. We just flip them on. We flip them off. Amen. We got a roof over our head. Somebody's provided padding on our pews. We get hungry or we get thirsty. Let's, let's start there, Lord. We get thirsty here at church. We go back there, get in that little ice box, and we get us a water. Amen. We go home. We get hungry. Most of us, I'm sure, if not all of us, go in the refrigerator and got more than most families in a third world country. Amen. I mean, we're living high on the hog. We don't even have to pick the high cotton. We're living in a generation that somebody's picking it for us. All we've got to do is go by and pay for it tonight. We're living in a time where the Christian of 23 have so many luxuries, we've kind of pushed God to the side. 